on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Okay. Um, how do I normally start this? Why am I so nervous? Help. Can <laughs> I just say like hello? It's not. It's not hello. It's not that serious. Hello. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? Okay, here we go. This is, I'm going to keep that part in. That is how we're going to intro. <laughs> Hello and welcome into They Were on a Break, a podcast where we break down and talk about Friends episodes. We are going to be talking about season one, episode five, the one with the East German laundry detergent today. Holy crap, was there a lot going on in this episode, may I say. Oh, I'm Katie, by the way. <laughs> I was just going to say, introduce yourself, girl. <laughs> Sorry, I like a bitch for God. I'm so excited. There's just so much to unload. Oh, I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, I am Chloe. Hi, guys. Oh, my guys. God, unload, like laundry. I just made an accidental oh, pun, and I love God. that for me. Sorry, I didn't mean to in- interrupt your introduction. No, Chloe. you're good. <laughs> hey, if we mess this intro up anymore, we're going to have to call it a wash. <laughs> we spent like 20 minutes before this just laughing, so we're really in good spirits for this. We are. Um, but yeah, a wash. Oh my God, that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, but seriously, so much happened in this episode. I feel like you don't notice it when you're just watching it. But when you're, like, watching it to talk about it, you're like, damn, this jumps back and forth a lot. I have whiplash, like, watching a tennis episode. Yeah, the funny or, thing... Or a match, not episode. <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing about this episode is that I, I never rewatch it. I don't think I had seen this one in, like, years. Mm-hmm. But I always remember it. Like, I always yes. remember, like, oh, there was an ep- that episode where Ross and Rachel do laundry together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then... It's funny because in this keeps happening where I'll be watching one of the episodes and I'm like, oh, I forgot that these two things happened in the same mm-hmm. episode. Like I forgot about this Monica and Joey storyline that happens in the same mm-hmm. episode as the laundry stuff. So, and I forgot that that was a thing. And the other, the continue. <laughs> Um, well, let's, let's hit you guys up with a, a summary real quick. Yes. Uh, since we are, since we just started this podcast, I feel like we've done some episodes where I have done a summary at the beginning, and then I've done some where I have not. If you guys have any kind of preference, please mm-hmm. let us know. Um, mm-hmm. But for this one, we'll try, we'll, we'll do a quick summary. Yeah. Uh, as you said before, this is the one with the East German laundry detergent, uh, and the main synopsis of this is uh, Ross teaches Rachel how to do laundry for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey tricks Monica into going on a double date with his ex-girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend's current boyfriend. Uh, unbeknownst to Monica, she believes that she's on a date with this girl's boyfriend. What a classic sitcom (laughs) storyline if I've ever fucking heard one. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And then uh, we have Chandler trying to break up with Janice. We get first introduction to Janice ever in this episode. 
I wrote down in my notes, is this the first time that we're meeting Janice? Oh my God. Because <laughs> I watch the show every day. So I'm like, wait, this is, I think this is the first introduction. It is. Oh my gosh. I have a lot to say about when that happens. Okay. Um, it, this episode originally aired on October 20th, 1994. And boop, 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 I promised that we would point it out. This is the first ever episode that was not directed by James Burroughs. Instead, we have a female director, Pam Fryman, who, fun fact, is best known for directing most of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I didn't, well, I was gonna say I didn't know that, but I didn't even know who, I never like to think about the behind the show stuff. Like when you watch these shows, you only think about like the main characters that are on the show. You never Mm -hmm. think about who directed it, like you know, all of the ways that it got there. So that's always interesting for me to hear every time. So I love that. That's cool. I said her name, right? Pam Fryer? Yeah, you did. Okay, sweet. Oh my God. I'm like, oh fuck. What if I was just like, she's here and then didn't say who she was at all. This episode was written by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss. Katie and I are so rusty on recording these right now. We took, we, yeah, we took like what two weeks. Off? We took two weeks off, and now we're like, oh, how do we talk? How do I say hello? <laughs> okay, but we're just gonna get into the episode now. I'm sure you're all like, hello. Can you just dive into it already, please, girls? Yes. So here we go. Okay. Absolutely. We open with our little cold open in Central Perk. Uh, we've started every episode there so far. May I say, though, the lack of music and anything in the opening of this one. I literally paused it and restarted it because I was like, where was like the bearing in and then they start? But it was just like... <laughs> instant started talking and i was like whoa that was really really dry like i could have used a little music with that but that's just me (laughs) i was about to join in and do my do like my own impression of the interlude and i was gonna Mm go bam 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 but then i realized that's the house hunters intro (laughs) i was gonna say i don't think that's right (laughs) that's house hunters (laughs) or there's the fear near I think that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we are having a group discussion in Central Perk. Uh, Mm. Ross is just waxing poetic about how amazing it is that women can pull a bra (laughs) out of their sleeve. I mean, it is quite a maneuver. It is. uh, I just have to say... It's not something I practice often because I think Katie and I were, were talking about this before we started recording. I, we are large, largely jugged women. <laughs> and I think I wouldn't want to put my bra through my sleeve because it would just stretch it out. The cups would be too big. Woman. Oh my god. <laughs> the description is amazing. Put it on my tombstone. Oh my god. That's amazing. Your life's uh, largely yeah. I mean, woman. truly, I guess, yeah, the wiring from the large cup would maybe stretch my sleeve out. My all my issue is I always want to do it when I have on long sleeves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to pull this through this small <laughs> canal. Like, I'm not going to make my sleeve give birth to my bra. So then I just have to, you know, you put the, the sleeve, your, your arms inside, and then you take it off, and then you pull it from underneath. 
But also, if I'm with a guy, I'm not going to be like, hey, and then like take my bra off and take it out my sleeve. Usually they're like, oh, I'm hoping they're going to take it off. Honestly. You know what I mean? Like if, if a guy is well, like, I don't know. Oh my God. We got one sentence into this. I know. Video. Okay. And then <laughs> we go to the P standing up comment. Yes. Rachel yeah. says it's even more amazing that men can pee standing up. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I honestly, wish I like, could pee and stand up, I guess. Honestly, though, like, isn't it just nice to take a break from the day sometimes and be like, I'm going to go sit down and pee for a sec. I'm just going to go and take a seat. Get, uh, get off. Get off. Get off. I'm not a public sitter, though. I'm like a squatter. I don't even want to sit on a oh, public you do toilet. The, you do the hover? I, I'll put like a, a thing down and I'll get as close as possible. But like, there's nothing worse than putting a toilet seat cover down and like sitting on it and it's wet. I would rather uh, die. So I just hover to keep safe. I'm probably the one peeing on the seat. Honestly, I was going to say that the people who are doing the hovering are the people who are causing the droplets. Sorry about that. But it's just, it's happened to me too many times. I've gotten... My ass has gotten wet too many times when I haven't wanted it to, and I just, you know, I gotta, I gotta protect it at all costs. So, I'm <laughs> a squatter. Enough. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. The toilet um, squatter. Yeah, definitely. Sorry about that. Uh, and then Joey makes the comment about uh, we have boobs all the time and how we're just so lucky that we can look down and have them. And there's a guy that I talked to and he literally texted that to me one time. He was like, you're just so lucky. You just get to look down and like have them. And I'm like, do y'all know that like our own boobs are not like just absolutely making us wet? Like that's not what's going <laughs> on. Like I don't look down at my boobs and think, nice. Yowza. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm bisexual. No, I'm pansexual, but I'm not about to like look at my own tits and be like, what's up? You well, know, also, like, like we're looking at, from it from like literally like a different perspective like Mm -hmm. yeah if i could see my boobs at the same angles that guys can see them from like maybe Mm -hmm. i would be more appreciative i don't know yeah i I also don't like sexualize my own boobs like i don't know it's just like they're like my boobs and honestly they're in the way of of most of most of the time so not usually i'm not thinking of it in the sexy way but I've always thought it's funny how guys like think like we're just so lucky to get to carry around these <laughs> yabos and I'm like no it's not that much fun it's not the best you know I Absolutely. would choose differently <laughs> Phoebe says uh that she doesn't understand how guys can do so many mean things and just not even care and I'm relatable like, true really relatable and then there's like this poignant moment of silence and Ross goes, multiple orgasms. Yeah, but, like, I hardly ever have one. So, like, where's the guy giving me multiple ones, you know? Like, I mean, it happens, but it doesn't happen, you know, <laughs> as often, so. I've heard about the theory of multiple orgasms. I would like to see if this theory has ever been put into practice. I mean, no, there are definitely <laughs> times where the sex is that good, but... Presum- is it presumpt- presumptuous of Ross to think that he's the one giving girls multiple orgasms? I wouldn't well, see that for Ross. I won't well, lie. Well, have you heard about the night of five times? <laughs> we'll get That's to that amazing. in. We'll get Listen, to just because he fucked her five times doesn't mean she came five times, you know? That's true. Five times for him, maybe. 
I'm trying to think of like something that I think is more amazing than these different feats. I don't know. Oh, I feel like um, what's better than multiple orgasms? I uh, I feel like having an erection would just be pretty cool in general. Having that a penis just seems fun. That's true. It seems very stress free too. Like there's just a lot less happening. That's true. Damn, I might cut this part because now we're just like going completely off the rails. But it's like but... it's an Audi, not an Innie. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like the, there's less oh, pap smears. It's that's... it's great. That reminds me, speaking of any, <laughs> like, the fact that balls can, like, retract inside your oh, body. Yeah. Like, cat claws. Like, uh-huh. I can't, like, retract my nipples of their own accord. I can't, like, I can't, like, fold my vagina into itself. Imagine if, like, that were a thing where we just, like, suck our nipples in. Like, they're just gone. Like, we're just like, no. No more nipples. Goodbye. <laughs> I would just learn to do it at will, and then anytime a guy bothered me, I would just be like, <laughs> "It's like a like a bathroom that says like opened or closed." They would let them know, like, "No, no for you, <laughs> sir. No for you." Okay, <laughs> we can get back to friends now. Um, so after the theme song, we are again at Central Perk, mm-hmm. and uh, Chandler is trying to work up the courage to break up with Janice. Yes. Uh, I think this is the first mention of her. Yes. It, yeah, because I wrote down, is this the first time we're meeting Janice? Because it was so shocking to me. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's wild to me that we would just randomly hear that Chandler has a girlfriend after five episodes. Yeah. And she wasn't mentioned before, but okay. <laughs> I feel like they do that so much on this show where like they'll have a boyfriend for like one episode. Mm-hmm. And you're like how did you get from point A to point B with this person, like, from dating the full-on boyfriend in this, Mm -hmm. like, in a week, theoretically? Like, (laughs) it's just not, not reasonable. Uh, Phoebe also has to break up with Tony. Mm -hmm. With her boy, Tony. Like, where did these people come from? Where did these relationships come from? You would think that she would have been talking about him during the, I don't even have a plus. When they were all having a sleepover. Like, where's your boy? You know what I mean? Like, what? This doesn't make sense. Well, we are about to meet another relationship, uh, another ex that was never mentioned, but is apparently an important part of Joey's backstory. And this Uh, is when I realized there is a lot going on in this episode. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. So Joey's ex, Angela, walks into the coffee house. Mm -hmm. And they're like, holy shit. Angela's hot. I love when he goes to talk to her and he says, you look good. And she goes, that's because I'm wearing a dress that highlights my boobs. (laughs) Like, okay, yes. (laughs) But also from that one line, it made me want him, it made me want them to get together because I was just like, that's kind of a Joey-esque line. Oh yeah, they definitely should be dating for sure. They're perfect together. They really are. Match made in heaven. <laughs> uh, Rachel's dad is trying to bribe her to come back to her old life uh, by offering to get her a Mercedes. Which doesn't make any sense to me because they're saving so much money by not having her in their life. So, like, why beg her to come back to pay for more? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. That's true. It's probably kind of like a power thing, you know? Like, they want the control over her life back. I see. I see. I mean, it's not like she's trying to do anything crazy. She just is a waitress. 
<laughs> just a coffee waitress. Yeah, but I'm imagining that they like they're like, oh my god, she became the help. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Got I you. Assume. I mean her dad we have I don't believe we've met her her parents yet, Mm-mm. but uh we will, and they definitely seem like the type to be snooty like that hoity toity is that the right word yes I, solid that, word love that i think word. that's right okay <laughs> nailed it woo um joey is asking angela out um but sh- he finds out that she's dating bob mm. uh, and he realizes that the only way he can get to angela is if he figures out what to do about bob which um, i have to say have you ever been talking to one of your friends and they're like and my friend Bob, he said to me, like, I have never in my life been just like, it, I don't think anybody's naming their kids Bob anymore. Like, I think is I think it's like gone and done. It's a bold name because like, you're just asking for your child to become like a bald 50 year old man who wears shirts with flames on the sides and goes to car shows out of town every weekend. Yep. Like, that's Bob. It really is. That's, you really nailed it. That's literally who he is, yes. (laughs) But I'm just like, that's such a strange name that I feel like I see in all of these shows and I hear, but I've never had anybody just, like, introduce themselves as, like, hi, I'm Bob. Like, no, that's not happening anywhere. I don't believe it. I don't buy it. I'm waiting for, like, a teen heartthrob show, like Riverdale or something, where a main character, like, a hot, sexy character is named Bob. And everyone's going to be like, Bob is hot. Bob's so hot. I need Bob to have sex with me. Oh, Bob. <laughs> uh, Ross invites himself to do laundry with Rachel and Monica. Yes. Um, but in the next scene, scene two, we're at Monica's house. And Joey is roping Monica in to uh, this date. She, he's convincing her that uh, he has the perfect guy for her. His name is Bob. Uh, he's Angela's brother, not her boyfriend, yes. her yeah. brother. Which, this is just so funny to me. I love this, a whole outline of this. Like, they're <laughs> already just setting this up to be an absolute fucking disaster. I wrote that this is, like, this is kind of Machiavellian for Joey. Like, he's usually so, like, innocent and sweet and he hates secrets mm-hmm. and uh but this is a secret for sex true which joey is a really big fan of so i feel like that's <laughs> where he's like well let me manipulate this to get what i want really quick <laughs> um oh guess what else i wrote down what i'm counting it down you guys we have number two ugly naked guy spotting yes that did happen Laying kitchen tile. Mm-hmm. Yes, which seems not what you would want to do naked. Like, <laughs> I'm all for a naked moment, but I'm not about to, like, clean the kitchen floors with my boobs swinging. Like, <laughs> no, I'm going to put a shirt on for that. I agree. So, Monica has now been convinced by Joey to go on this date, which means that it's just going to be Ross and Rachel at this... And then uh, we get... Chandler, I'm so sorry. I literally just oh, interrupted you. But then no, we get Chandler, and right. I feel like Chandler kind of like sabotaged. Like if he hadn't said all that stuff to Ross, Ross wouldn't have been so nervous going into it. 
Also, this scene to me perfectly encapsulates why Chandler is so bad at relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, Chandler convinces Ross, like, oh, it's a date because it's just the two of you. Yeah. What a fucking terrible date. Why would, why would anybody ever consider this a date? Like, does that I mean wouldn't. anytime you go anywhere with someone of the opposite sex or same sex, if you're into that, like... That means that it's, I guess, anytime you just go somewhere one-on-one -on -one with someone, it's a date? Like, we're going to Albertsons, and that's a date? I mean, if you're dating, I get, like, I guess everything is a date, but to me, but he, it's just, like, more... this is the first date? Like, no, the they're just spending more time together or getting to know each other better, and then for him to tell him, like, no, don't bring your snuggles, like, fabric softener, like, I would warn a man... Who wants soft clothes? Like, again, I'm like, Chandler doesn't know diddly squat. Because mm -hmm. I think, like, the idea of a guy bringing, like, Snuggles fabric softener, like, that's cute and endearing. Yeah, like, like you more. I think, yeah, I think most women would be like, oh my god, you guys. And he brought fabric softener. Like, like if anything, Snuggles is going to make me want to suck his dick more than <laughs> East German laundry detergent. You know what I mean? This is an explicit, yeah. expli explicit. Explicit episode, guys. Sorry, everybody. Don't listen to this with your headphones off. <laughs> well, there's a lot of sexual tension in this episode. It truly is. Truly, truly. But yeah, I just feel like Chandler really set him up to be way too nervous. They're just doing laundry. It's just not, not that, not that serious. Yeah, I I agree. Um, speaking of sexual tension, mm -hmm. the next scene is basically just like a, a two-minute scene of Monica and Joey waiting at the cafe for Bob and Angela to arrive. And Monica being like, this guy could be a freak. You've never met him before. Like, this guy could be a weirdo. And then he walks in and she's like, and he's hot. Yeah, she's like, okay, never mind. I'm in. <laughs> Which is something that you pointed out to me while you were re-watching this episode uh, was just how, like, I don't know if you used the word choppy, but that was essentially, like, you were saying just, like, a lot of happens in this episode, and I agree, yeah, like... so back and forth, like, it was just, like, we just whiplash, like, I'm like, oh my god, what's happening? Okay, all right, all right, okay. Mm -hmm. That's something I've noticed a lot in these first episodes, is that there's just so many tiny little scenes all cut between each other that like really could spend, have been dense. Yeah, like spend more time in the areas before you move on. It doesn't need to be like, you know, 30 seconds of this and that, you know, like back and forth. It's like, Jesus, I just got used to them sitting at this dinner table and now we're doing laundry. <laughs> and then now we're back at the breakup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, there was like so many different things happening. Yeah, that's... That's a definite negative for me for these, mm -hmm. like, first few episodes. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next scene, I want, I want everyone to take a deep breath for a moment. Just take, mm -hmm. take a big breath. Prepare yourself for what's about to happen. Oh, no. Something big is on its way. Something life-changing and I don't think any of us will ever be the same again. So I just want to make sure you guys are all centered for this. Okay. okay. Um, so Chandler and, and Phoebe, they're at Central Park. And mm -hmm. they're waiting for their, their partners to arrive. And this is a moment 
that I think altered the course of reality forever. Because in this scene, we get the entrance of, I don't like to use the phrase, the queen of everything, Mm. willy nilly. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. when I say this here, you guys know that there's some weight to it. Um, Mm -hmm. But the queen of everything has arrived. She has. And uh, she arrives in the form of guest star Maggie Mm -hmm. Wheeler Mm -hmm. portraying Janice. The one and only. So hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. Janice has arrived. One of my all-time favorite characters on the show. I love Janice. I do too. I really do. I wish she were, like, her scenes were longer. Her scenes were longer. Her time in between. Her, what are they called? Appearances. Wish there were more of those. That was the... I, wanna, I can't speak right now. I'm having a stroke. Excuse me. Forget the Joey spinoff. They should have given Janice a spinoff. Yes, they should have. I would have watched the shit out of that show. That show would still be on right now. It really would be. Or like a seasons, show with, with her and the nanny together. For some oh reason, God. I feel like them together would make a great show. Oh my God. Fran Drescher... Mm-hmm. The a Fran Drescher slash Janice crossover episode? Are you kidding me? They meet each I other shopping. This. Oh my god! Absolutely, because yeah. you know that Janice is in Flushing Queens all the time. Yeah. Oh my god! It makes sense. You're a they genius. They should have done this. I know I am. Thank you so much. Genius. Uh, so Janice is here, and she's not as intense at first. It's yes. like this is this could be any girl just entering the scene. Mm-hmm. And then it's not until we hear her laugh that it's like, oh, yes, yes. here it is. She's talking to to Chandler about her day and she's like, oh, I had to do this and it was awful and blah, 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 blah. And in the background, I love this bit where we don't see what Phoebe is saying at all, but Tony gets there and Phoebe talks to him for like 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and then they just have like a heartfelt hug and he leaves. And you could just see, like, Chandler watching this <laughs> as Janice is, like, chatting away. Um, also, they meet at night. Why is he slamming cappuccinos like he's never had anything before in his life? When is it ever anybody's response <laughs> to just absolutely have 12 cappuccinos? Or was it espressos? Espresso, Whatever yeah. it was. Stop. Yeah, he's hammering espresso to, like cool his nerves or i think he's like trying to buy himself time that's just gonna make you insane <laughs> like at what point did you think that this was gonna help in, in, in any way like no uh first point for janice as a human being is that she gives chandler bullwinkle socks uh so cute. cute and apparently she knows that he already has like the rocky socks this is mm-hmm. if any if people don't know there's a sh- animated show called rocky and bullwinkle and that's what this is in reference to. Bullwinkle is the moose. Rocky's the squirrel. Uh, I love that. I know what that is. I, I love that. I mean, I don't know what age group people are. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, we're getting old. Yikes. <laughs> How could you not know old Rocky and 
and Bullwinkle. They, they were on Sassafras Saturdays. That's like the the meme of like the grandma like getting back in the kid. They're like, all right, grandma, time to get you back to bed. <laughs> there was a talking squirrel. They're like, okay, sure, grandma. <laughs> um. And now we finally are going to get into the namesake of this episode, mm-hmm. the East German laundry detergent. Uh, in, in the sixth scene, we are at the laundromat. Uh, Rachel is there before Ross and she's like, you know, trying to figure out like everything she needs to get set up. Let me know if this is offensive. And if so, I'll say something else. But... <laughs> The woman who goes to confront Rachel. Yes. Uh, I have been referring to her as King Tut because she's wearing this like dopey ass little like hat. circular hat. Like and her eyeliner. Yeah. And she's got these like major like wings going on with her mm-hmm. eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, so I don't know her name and I've been calling her King Tut. Do you think that's allowed? <laughs> allow- I think, <laughs> I, I don't think you'll get canceled for that. That seems <laughs> fine. I don't know though. I don't know. There's a rich history of Egyptian culture. I, I she's just dressed funky. <laughs> but I wrote King Tut is there and she's here to fuck up Rachel's day. Uh, Truly, she is. <laughs> she steals Rachel's uh, laundry machine, and then Ross arrives when they're kind of in the middle of this confrontation. I have to say, like, I really like Ross in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, and I genuinely enjoy this moment where he like comes to her defense. Like, I know and, like stops part- her from doing the laundry. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. goes up to King Tut. He confronts her. He's like, "You took this machine from my friend. You're just making up rules." Uh, he gets her to, like, give her the, the machine, machine yeah. Um, and I genuinely like that, because I feel like it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't played as him, like, trying to impress Rachel. I think it was, like, more so played as him, like, genuinely, genuinely like, yeah. standing up for her, and I like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Because I would hope that even, like, just a friend would do that for you, you know? Exactly, yeah, I agree. Um, so I love that part. <laughs> the weird part is, uh, so Rachel's never done her laundry before. That's mm-hmm. fine. She's mm-hmm. a laundry virgin. virgin. But the part that is kind of weird to me is, like, Ross just gets so, like, freaked out about her panties. That, like, I wrote that down, too. Like, you can't say bra and underwear. He's like, you're, uh, uh, mm, uh, these lacy things. And I'm just like, okay, dad. Like, Yeah, like, if, if that were me, I would be standing there like, you mean my bra and underwear? Like, what? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, please. Like, we're all adults here, dude. Like, you, have you seen a girl in a bathing suit? Does that, do you die over that? Like, it's just not that big of a fucking deal. Oh, my God. She wears underwear? Her undergarments. Oh. Also... I respect Rachel's putting everything in and just giving it a go. I'm very natural selection with my laundry. And Mm. if you don't make it in the one load, you don't deserve to be in my clothes. If you (laughs) you shrink, if it's all going in one load in the washer and it's all going in the dryer on high. So if that's not (laughs) your style, 
you got to be thrown out and you don't, you don't make it. Oh my God. That, make it. that drives me crazy. I read, I swear to God, I read every label Mm-mm. before I like put my clothes in the wash. I have like it. I have certain like shirts memorized where I'm like, that needs to line dry. That needs to like, that's gentle cycle. I'll put it in my gentle cycle clothes. I like, mean, with certain things, I'll be like, I'm pretty sure that should not go in the dryer and I'm not going to, but most of the time I'm just absolutely throwing it to the gods and hoping for the best. The funny thing is that like, I buy shirts at like forever 21 and I'm mm-hmm. treating them as if like, I must preserve this $10 shirt that has a waffle on it like as if my clothes yeah (laughs) as if they're made of solid gold threading (laughs) Um, in our next scene we are back at the cafe monica is in to bob she Mm -hmm. is digging him uh she asks where they grew up, uh, which I think is a very funny bit because they both say two different places. And oh, she's like, this, "This fucking date gives me so much anxiety." I typed that. I was like, "I have so much anxiety right now. Like, it's so <laughs> awkward." Like she's flirting with Bob, and Joey's flirting with Angela. I love this scene of them uh, in the <laughs> in the bathroom. Um, yes i yes the brother virginity comment is so funny yes they so they split off joey is at the bar with bob uh he says like oh you know you're really lucky to have angela he's kind of like already trying to drive a wedge between them so he's like oh but you know monica's gonna be single because i'm about to break up with her she's like she's too much for me in bed I just can't keep up. And Bob's like, oh, thanks for volunteering that information. Okay. <laughs> and then it happens in the bathroom. Angela and Monica are in the bathroom. And Monica's talking about how great Bob is. She's like, oh, my God, he's so mature. He's like, he just seems so successful and together. And then <laughs> Angela goes, you know what else? He's unbelievable in bed. <laughs> and then Monica's like, wow, my brother doesn't even tell me anything like that. What did she say? She said, okay, I, I wrote this down. She said, my brother never even told me when he lost his virginity, which is a bold-faced lie. We found out in just the last episode that she knows the date that Ross lost his virginity. His bang anniversary. You're right. She knows his bang anniversary. She's a bold faced liar. Just happened. So it's (laughs) like you recognize that there's that that this would be creepy. Yet y'all are creepy. Well, takes a creep to know a creep, I guess. Here's my thing. I'm fine with continuity errors, but the fact that these are continuity errors, like two episodes apart i'm like are you joking did no one read the previous script but then after she says that then angela says that's nice because she doesn't know that she thinks that that's her brother and she's like why are you saying that to me about your brother and losing his virginity that's weird i laughed so hard i have to say like i'm i'm looking up the actress's name right now but the woman who plays Angela is so funny. Yeah, she is. The way that she, her acting choices are fucking hilarious. And just like her voice. I think she's so good. I need to, mm-hmm. 
I need to find out who plays her so that we can, uh, okay, so she is played by Kim Gillingham. Okay. She has been in, oh, Captain America, Touched by an Angel, if anyone else remembers that, I do. I think I do. Uh, and she was in, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Mm, love it. Wow, she's a 90s babe. Lots of 90s stuff. She's so funny. Uh, Yeah, she's hilarious for sure. Love that. Mm -hmm. So now we're back at Central Perk, and I counted. Chandler's had about seven espressos. Which is too many for anybody to ever consume, (laughs) honestly. Like, please chill. Please no. Um, And then he kind of just, like, yells at Janice that it's over. Like, that's what Well, that's what having too much caffeine, I guess, will do to you. Yeah, I, I didn't write down what he says, but he's just basically like, it's over, kid. Yeah, he's like, he's like clapping and he's like, hey, ho, okay. And then he just like says it because he's had so much caffeine. And the weird part to me is that she stays there for so long after he says it. Like, cause she mm-hmm. starts like being like, don't cry, don't cry. Bitch, it's fine. Just grab your stuff. Take those socks you just got him and be on your way and take your, like, why are you sitting, excuse me. Why are you sitting around to have a conversation? There's no, there's nothing to happen right here. No, leave. I, th- I, I guess I'm kind of on Janice's page with this one because I am such a like, in a breakup, I will like, I'll drag it out. I'm like, we're going to start from the beginning. Where did you first like start feeling this way? And Not like, I care. want the full report card. Like I need to know the whole story. <laughs> nope. You don't want to be with me. I don't want to be with you. Bye. <laughs> In the next scene, uh, we're back at the laundromat. Ross and Rachel are, like, goofing around together. I love that we get to see them, like, genuinely just being friends. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that's why I remember this episode is because even though I don't rewatch it, I, like, remember kind of, like... It's funny because as a whole, this episode is so choppy, and it's not, like, my favorite episode. But Mm -hmm. I love this storyline between Ross and Rachel. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I just think it's so cute. Like, I think, I think if I was watching this show when it first started airing, uh, and, like, I was watching it from the very beginning, had no idea what was going to happen with them along the way, like, this episode would make me, uh, like, really want them to be together. 100%. Yeah. You would be rooting for them after this for sure Mm -hmm. um she says that she feels like if she can do her laundry she can do anything she can do anything dun 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 (laughs) and uh oh no Mm. oh no (laughs) red sock yes she mixed her red sock in with her whites and now everything is pink uh i Has, has this happened to you ever this has not happened to me i think laundry is a little bit uh I feel like detergents are a little better now because I don't think clothes bleed as much into each other. Yeah, I've ne- and that's why I'm, like, literally just throwing everything in the same load. <laughs> like, I, I've never had an issue where something has bled onto it. or like, I don't think if I put a red mm-hmm. sock in with anything, it would bleed on anything. I'm just confused. Thing? Yeah, issue I mean, then? Okay. If you guys have had this happen to you, let us know. Yes, please do. But I, this, I've washed a lipstick before, and that was truly devastating. Oh no. It was that my bad. It was my MAC Russian red lipstick. 
and I washed it in a load of blacks and red lipstick got on like all of my work clothes every black thing that I owned I had to sort through to see like how much lipstick it had what I had to get rid of it was devastating like if you cry every time check your pockets (laughs) um then we are back at the cafe Things are starting to heat up with the incest jokes in this one. Angela is like nibbling on a chicken bone the way that Joey likes. Yes, so strange. (laughs) And then she's like rubbing Bob's chest hair. She's got his tongue in, or she's got her tongue in his ear. Yeah, like a lot of secrets. Yeah, this is a lot of PDA for not two siblings yeah just to be on a date like i'm not going to be on a date like or on a double date with people and just absolutely be rubbing the chest hair of the person that i'm with how weirdly inappropriate is that yeah don't do that in public ever no (laughs) um understandably this freaks monica the fuck out i Mm -hmm. would be so freaked out as would i I would be weirded out if I knew they were a couple i would be genuinely scared if i like monica thought they were siblings um, and she puts two and two together and pulls Joey aside. Uh, Joey is like, look, we can use this to break them up. Like, let's, now we're a team. Like, come on, get on my Which, team. Why didn't he just, like, frame it like that from the beginning? I don't know. I think, I think Monica would have been less inclined to go along with him that way. I think. They were bored enough. I guess so. That's true. But, but I feel I like that's, they should have done that from the beginning, but then we wouldn't have had this massive storyline. In the next scene, we are back at the coffee house. Chandler is fucking amped, and he's yeah. he's still in the middle of this breakup. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's just a total disaster. He hits Janice in the eye. Like, just... Which I thought that it would have been funnier if he had accidentally hit her boob. <laughs> Because I was like, I was expecting him to hit her boob and then he hit her eye. And I was like, I think it would have been funnier if he had accidentally smacked your boob. Because that happens to me a lot. Like, people accidentally smack my boob and they're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. They're so out there. Um, but yeah, that was something that I thought. Uh, this got me thinking. In my, pre- in my last relationship, when I was breaking up with my boyfriend of like three years, mm-hmm. uh, we were in my apartment. I live on the third floor. And while I was breaking up with him, a bird flew into the window and died. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. It smacked against the glass. There was a puff of feathers. Like, it was literally, like, a cartoon. And then I was like, what the fuck? And I looked through the window, like, down to the ground. And poor fella did not make it. Uh, oh my neither, god! Neither did the relationship, but an omen though to tell you you did the right thing. Oh my god! <laughs> he was already dead. They gotta get out. Gotta gotta get away. No. <laughs> oh my lord! No, I don't have anything like a bird flying into my door and dying. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was the weirdest <laughs> timing of that anything that's ever happened to me. Quite wild. My goodness. <laughs> Um, so while Chandler is doing this terrible job of, uh, breaking up with Janice, Phoebe swoops in, and again, we don't hear what she says, but Janice, like, leaves happy and hugs Phoebe goodbye, and she does, like, a little, like, oh, like, across the 
cafe like oh goodbye to to chandler yes uh phoebe has a has a gift (laughs) she does she just knows how to break up with people nicely but she seems like a nice person that would be nice to break up with i really like her in this episode i have to say like the two people who like in the previous few episodes have been super annoying are phoebe and ross and I think both of them, like, actually get a good story in this episode. Yeah. True. Very true. You get nice glimpses of them. hmm mm-hmm. Um, wrapping it up in scene 12. In scene 68. <laughs> it seems like it. Oh, my God. Um, so many scenes. <laughs> um, King Tut tries to take away Rachel's uh, cart with all of her, that she needs for all of her laundry. Uh, mm-hmm. And Rachel, at this point, Rachel is feeling, like, very defeated. She yeah. wanted to do this so badly. She got the sock and the whites. It, she fucked up all her clothes. And now, like, she feels like she can't do anything right. Uh, and then she has this, like, King Tut bitch, like, in her business the entire episode. Fucking uh, her shit up. Yep. And so Rachel finally takes a stand. And we get this big moment from her where she actually puts up a fight with this lady. Mm -hmm. And she's like, look, if you want this cart, you got to take me with it. And she climbs in and the lady's just like, eh, you're not worth my time. And she retreats back to her sarcophagus and uh, Rachel and Ross celebrate together. And she like gives Ross this like full on, like on the mouth, thank you kiss. Yeah. Which is such a cute moment. Like I wrote and wished that after that kiss, instead of Ross getting so like, and then hitting his head on the dryer, mm-hmm. I wish that he had like kissed her again or something. Like just like mm-hmm. more like, you've already asked her if she would maybe be interested in being asked out over a really weirdly split <laughs> Oreo. And then now yeah. like she's kissed you. Like I just, I want him to be a more of a go-getter, like do a little bit something more. I don't know, but that's just me. I just want to see more from him. I'm always annoyed with him though. So, (laughs) well, I, I, yeah, I just can't help but wonder like if he had kissed her back or if they had at least addressed it, like, would they have gotten together a lot sooner? Right. And I, cause, and maybe that's what they wanted like, while watching the show, they want you to want them to kiss sooner, but I feel like it's annoying to, like, make us wait an entire season, you know, or, like, what have you. Like, just, like, make it happen a little sooner. I don't know, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I just feel like, in my opinion, as much as I love this kiss, I feel like it's too soon. Oh, okay. Because I feel like if they want to do the drag out until the end of the season, which we'll talk right. about when then we this get is there, confusing. Yes. Like, I mm-hmm. think I love this kiss. I think it's so cute. I love the choreography of her, like, pulling him in, kind of. Right. And being so excited. Yeah. Yes. I, I think it's very cute. But I also kind of wish that, like, that moment where they're at the coffee house. I think this is season two. I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but you guys probably friend. know what I'm talking about. The yeah. moment where they're, like, in the coffee house and they kind of get in that fight and then he comes back and it's, like, rainy and they, like, finally kiss one another. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that should just be the first kiss. Like, Yeah. I, and, I mean, maybe in, like, Rachel's defense, it was more of, like, a friend kiss of, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But, like, people don't really do that now. Like, that yeah, doesn't happen weird. as much now, I feel like. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree that, like, it was either too soon and then they didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it just should have, they should have just, like, waited all together. Or if mm-hmm. they had done it this soon, they should have done more. Yeah. Either address it or leave it. <laughs> yeah. Or wait. But don't do neither. So then we get the, the like, like, kind of end credits. And then our epilogue is once again at the coffee house. Again, they kind of do this whole thing where they, like, wrap everything up really quickly in this final scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel is icing Ross's head because he slammed it into the dryer, uh, which is right. very cute. Um, Monica and Joey have successfully split up Bob and Angela, which I don't think we ever hear about again. <laughs> Never again. It was just for that. Which I wish that we had had, like, had heard more about it because I love Angela. <laughs> yeah, we need more of her. Bring back Angela. <laughs> I also think that Angela would have been great with, uh, Paul the wine guy. Or wait, no, not yes. Paul the wine guy. The watch, the guy with the watch. Yeah, yeah, that's Paul the wine guy. Is that Paul the Wine guy? Yeah. Does he come back? No, I don't think he does. But I think Angela and him would have beautiful babies. As do I. I think they would make a very good oh couple. I can't think they, of who I'm thinking about right like, now. They'd have like a little, like Adonis babies. They would look like, uh, they would be like on the rowing team. I don't that know. has a drinking problem. Oh, Fun Bobby? Uh, I'm fun putting Bobby. them as the same person in my head. Okay, there we go. I could also see her with Fun Bobby. But yes, okay, that's who I was thinking of. Spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> seen the seasons, but I'm assuming anybody listening to these episodes that we're doing have seen all of Friends, so. <laughs> and uh, I believe Fun Bobby is going to be coming up uh, pretty soon. soon. Yes, I, I believe so as well. Um, and finally, we have, <laughs> we have Chandler uh, running off his espresso high, running through the streets yelling, I'm free, I'm free. Uh, very, very wanted to be out of that. Very yeah, funny. very wanted to, very wanted, really wanted to be out of that relationship. And that's how I imagine every guy is when they get out <laughs> of breakups. So they're just running through the streets screaming about how happy they are. Yeah, I, I don't really remember what his reasoning was for wanting to dump Janice. Do you remember? I don't either. Everything that they showed of her was like very nice. Like she gets yeah, like I would have. Yeah, like she bought you something. Like you're the asshole who's drinking too much coffee, (laughs) being a dick to her. But overall, I would say this is like a a solid episode. I don't think we've hit our groove quite yet, Um, but it is still very enjoyable. And I think the laundry scenes are very cute yeah it's definitely getting there it's starting to warm mm-hmm. up people are starting to be like oh what is this show oh my god uh, yeah Rachel. um what would you what are your titles what would you name it um so i have three titles and <laughs> i'm looking at them now and they're like all I, i'm gonna tweak one because they're all okay. from like the same part of the show it happens my first one is the one with Rachel's laundry nemesis. Ooh, love that. Then I have the one with Chandler's espresso high. Ah, very good. And then my last one is uh, the one with the botched breakup. Botched breakup. I like that. That one's my um, favorite of the three, I would say. I like that one a lot. Uh, mine are... The one with Chandler's breakup, which is pretty dry, considering yours. I liked yours better. 
the one with the mean laundry lady um, <laughs> and the one with the red sock. <laughs> you know what? I was going, like, my original list had the one with the bullwinkle socks and the one with the red socks. And then I was like, why d- is everything sock related on my list? So, so many them. socks. I don't know what <laughs> my favorite is, but I definitely hate the one with the East German laundry detergent. Because I feel like yes. that's as that's not like that big of a part of the episode to me. Yeah, I forgot to even put it in the recap. Like the whole reason that it's called that is because Ross like tries to impress her with this ultra Uber, laundry. Ubermeister, Ubermeister, whatever it's It's not it's even called. like a good joke either. No, yeah, it, just, it, 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 it falls so flat to me, especially for it to be just such this joke and then to be the title of the episode. I'm just like, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm very excited for next week's episode because it's the one with the butt. Oh, yes. We get to dive more into Joey's acting career. Mm -hmm. And we get to, we we get a lot of good storylines in in next week's episode. So you guys will have to tune in. I hope you're enjoying these recaps so far. Oh my God, I'm enjoying doing them. Um, If you just can't get enough of us, uh, you can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. I also have another podcast called See You Next Tuesday where I talk mostly about sex and dating and whatever else is happening in my life and my gal pals' lives. And I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash littlebabykates. Where can everybody find you at? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at cuckoo for Cloclo Puffs. I made the account when I was 17, and that was the name, and it'll always and forever be that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you guys can find me there. If you like my antics, I, I make a lot of funny stories, or I, I hope do. they're funny. <laughs> I very much enjoy your presence on Instagram, <laughs> so definitely go follow her. Um, all right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Yes, be sure to leave a, a review and a oh five-star rating. Yes. Five-star comment, you know. You know Let us know drill. how we're doing. Yes. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.